Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. Reading once again from Piercing Heaven, Prayers of the Puritans. This is edited by Robert Elmer, and he has pulled together uh, some amazing prayers and writings uh, by some of the Puritans, those from uh, both sides, really, of the Atlantic in the uh, 1600s and the 1700s. Uh, their, fo- their followers, the Puritans and their followers, really sought purity of Scripture-based worship, purity of doctrine, purity of prayer. And uh, their uh, religion was neither casual nor perfunctory. Uh, their prayers shook lives to the core, pled with a sovereign God for mercy, and praised him in the brightest sunshine of grace. Uh, this is a collected work, so there are a bunch of different writers. Uh, Robert Hawker is the one I've selected for today, H-A-W-K-E-R, lived uh, 1753 to 1827, so toward the end of the 18th century and leading into the 19th century. And in the back, it says here he was originally trained as a surgeon, but later served as vicar in the Church of England near Plymouth, where he is buried. So those of you in the medical field will appreciate uh, his background. Uh, Goes on to tell us that he was popular throughout England for his passionate Christ-centered preaching. He was best known for his poor man's devotionals and commentaries written in a style that would be accessible to even the poorest members of his congregation. He had a heart for the poor, delighted in visiting the homes in his parish. And uh, no less a man than Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, said of Robert Hawker, if you want something full of marrow and fatness, cheering to your own hearts by way of comment and likely to help you in giving to your hearers rich expositions, then buy Dr. Hawker's poor man's commentary. He sees Jesus, and that is a sacred gift, which is most precious. So Hawker's uh, poor man's commentary being recommended there by Spurgeon, that's pretty amazing. Here's what Robert Hawker has to say under the title of this writing. It's called The Battle Belongs to Jesus, and it gave me great encouragement as I read it uh, myself earlier, and I hope that it will give you encouragement as well. The battle belongs to Jesus, Robert Hawker. How was it, dearest Jesus, that you graciously reached down to visit your chosen, even so long before your time on earth, to tell your people that your thoughts were for good and not evil? When you appeared to Joshua in human form, as captain of the Lord's host, he instantly knew your glorious character as mediator, and he fell to the earth in adoration. Hail then, you almighty Lord, you captain of the Lord's host and of my salvation. You have entered the holy war and led captivity captive. You have fully conquered Satan and sin and death and hell for your people. This is just so powerful, really, when you think this is a prayer. Remember, this is the name of the book, Piercing Heaven, Prayers of the Puritans. And here he's he's reflecting back through Scripture all the way into the Old Testament <clears throat> to the time of Joshua and uh, his encounter with a captain of the Lord's hosts, which many theologians to uh, believe to have been 
uh, a Christophany, a, a, a pre-incarnate appearance of Christ himself. And in this prayer, Robert Hawker recognizing Jesus, the captain of the Lord's host, the captain of my salvation, Hawker says, you've entered the holy war and led captivity captive. You've fully conquered Satan and sin and death and hell for your people. He goes on to pray. And you will surely conquer all those tremendous foes of ours in your people and bruise Satan under our feet shortly. Indeed, dear Lord, you have already brought them under. For by your sovereign grace in the hearts of your redeemed, you have made your people willing in the day of your power. Um, By the sword of your spirit, You have convinced my soul of sin. By the arrows of your quiver, you have wounded my heart with deep contrition for sin. Lord, I fall before you as your servant Joshua did and worship you. And with all the church of the redeemed, both in heaven and earth, we cheerfully confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. This is a prayer from Robert Hawker, uh, turn of the uh, 18th and into the 19th century. Um, Really deep and thoughtful and Christocentric, isn't it? In the sense that uh, he really recognizes the fact that the Lord Jesus, uh, even before he came to earth, was at work in the hearts of his people to give us courage, to assure us and reassure us over and over again um, that we belong to him and that as his people, we can trust in him, be confident in him. And that, and I love that, that second to the last paragraph, by the sword of your spirit, you've convinced my soul of sin. And then notice this this, the way this is phrased. And by the arrows of your quiver, you have wounded my heart with deep contrition for sin. And even the, the wounds of the Lord work for our good, for our benefit to um, convict us of sin and to even uh, bring us to the place where we're actually contrite or sorry, remorseful, properly remorseful for our sin. And then we fall before him as he describes in his prayer here as Joshua did, and worship you with all the church of the redeemed, both in heaven and on earth. We cheerfully confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Amen and amen. I love these old prayers uh, from Piercing Heaven, prayers of the Puritans. They uh, say it so differently than we do. And uh, even in their orientation, the way that they think, about their relationship before God and with God and the role of the sovereignty of God in their lives. I don't know about you, but I'm greatly encouraged by that myself. I tend to be such a consumer-minded person, and yet the Puritans remind me to be a communer, not just a consumer. Um, When I come before God, not just to see what I can get out of God, but to place myself before God Um, to open every door and window of my heart to God, uh, realizing that he already knows me fully and loves me completely. 
And what great rest and assurance we have as the redeemed of God because of the finished work of Christ on the cross and his great love for us. He is indeed our Lord, our Savior, our Master, our King, and yet he's gentle and lowly and welcomes the least of us, the most broken of us, the most vile sinner, all welcome to come to him. So wherever you're at today, uh, I pray this would be encouraging to you and that you would turn to Jesus and trust in him. Let me close this in prayer. Thank you, Lord, uh, for our older brother, Robert Hawker. Someday we look forward when we all get home to be able to sit and have a coffee with him. Um, But Jesus, thank you for your great love for us. Uh, thank you for coming. You didn't have to. You didn't owe it to us. We didn't have claim on you. Uh, but you came, chose us, called us to yourself, and now you claim us as yours. And so belonging to you, Lord, oh, what a beautiful thing for each and every one of us who are the redeemed of God. We praise you and bless you this day. Pray that you'd give us the grace uh, to walk this day in light of the, the love with which you have lavished us. In Jesus' name and for his sake, amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great one. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.